Hello again. We are back with another episode today. I cannot wait to talk to you about something that is very near and dear to my heart, the sweet spot of exercise and movement. So before we dive in, you know the drill. If you have not listened to this month's episode, here's your reminder that we are trying to grow the podcast and we are almost at 50,000. We may be we may be there by the time this is released. Um, and we're almost at a hundred episodes and I need your help. I'm so thankful already for your help of listening to the podcast, downloading the podcast, sharing it. Will you please help us grow this podcast by rating, sharing, and reviewing it? It helps other women that need this message get the message. Get, it helps the podcast get seen and it helps women around the world get that message of a woman of wellness. So if you like any of these episodes, if you've listened to one or more episode and you've enjoyed it, will you please rate, share, and review? That is my my ask for today, for this month. I cannot wait because we've, we're coming up on our 100th episode. We're coming up on two years of podcasting and it's all because of you. And I'm so grateful that I get to share this, you know, free resource with you. And I'm just so thankful for your reviews, your ratings and sharing it. So pause this, pause this episode. If you have not done any of those things, pause it, go share your favorite episode with a friend, friend, go review, go write a review, go rate, and then come back. Okay. So I am going to read another review today. And this is called Just What I Need. Finding Elizabeth on Instagram and then finding her podcast has been a godsend. Every podcast episode seems to come at just the perfect time with exactly what my heart needs to hear. We are bombarded with what we should or shouldn't do every day. And Elizabeth helps you focus on what's most important. Honoring yourself where you're at and then taking small steps from there that will impact you for big change. Not simply the scale, but internally with having peace and confidence of the part of healing that you're the path of healing that you're on. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you very much for that review. I'm so, so grateful. I want to read more of your reviews. I read every single one of them. They mean so much to me. So please go write a review, share it with your friends and rate the podcast. Let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself, and I'm here to help you discover it. 
Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Okay, let's talk about exercise and what I'm calling the sweet spot of exercise. (laughs) And before we dive into this, I want to invite you to decide, I guess, if you want to use the word exercise or movement or a mixture of both. And I do this because in diet culture especially, exercise sometimes has a bad, um, stigma to it, I guess it's kind of like this, you know, I have to exercise to lose weight or it's punishment approach, or it's only for fit people, right? Exercise is only for certain people. And I I just kind of want you to think for a minute before we move on, what is my relationship with the word exercise and how do I feel about that? And do I need to take a little more gentle approach in my mindset and, shift to the word movement. And then from there, what do you want your relationship with movement to be or exercise? So I just wanted to kind of share that before we, you know, dive into the episode, because I think it's really important that we come in ready and willing and not, you know, with kind of preconceived notions of what we've always thought exercise was or, or, or whatever. Um, so just think about that. And if you'd like to, let's change, let's change the phrase to movement. I think it's a little more gentle approach in terms of not gentle in what we do, but gentle in not punishing ourselves, not utilizing exercise as a form of punishment or as a form of like repentance, right? Like I did something wrong. I overate, so I have to go do this or my body's in bad shape. So I have to get, go to the gym to get it out of bad shape. Right. So anyway, just think about that. And if you want to utilize the word movement, I love that. I use movement in my life all the time and it's so powerful. It's been a powerful mindset shift for me. And The truth is, I don't think I really need to share all the benefits of exercise and movement. (laughs) I think most of us know there are a lot of benefits of exercise and movement, physical benefits, emotional benefits, as well as mental benefits. If you have not experienced all of those today, we're going to be talking about that sweet spot of exercise. And I can guarantee as you get into a routine of exercise and movement, um, you will experience the benefits in all those different ways, physical, emotional, and mental. Okay. So what's the problem then? Why, why am I sharing this? Why am I sharing this idea of finding the sweet spot of exercise? Well, there's an issue with how most people approach exercise. And I kind of shared that before. A lot of times it's a punishment. Um, it can also be used as a preventative measure. Oh, my grandpa had high blood pressure. I need to make sure I exercise or, you know, the doc, you go to the doctor and you're glucose levels are up and they say you need to lose weight and you need to exercise or, you know, numbers are out of whack at the doctors or, you know, you have a family history of this and it's like a preventative measure for something that's so far in the future. You don't even know if you're going to get it right. Like you better do this to prevent diabetes later on. Well, you know, I just think like, 
when you wake up in the morning and you're trying to decide if you go to the gym, does it motivate you to think, oh, I'm, you know, in 10 years, I could have diabetes. I better get up and go to the gym right now. Like it's, it's a disconnect. Okay. So a lot of people approach exercise as a preventative measure. My doctor told me to, so that I don't, so that I don't get diabetes or so I don't have heart disease or whatever. Um, another way that we approach exercise is a weight loss approach. We go looking for weight loss. And although there are some benefits, right? It's nice to prevent disease later on. And yes, exercise can be a a supplement to a weight loss approach. If we only approach exercise and movement in this way, where does it get us? (laughs) There's usually a couple things. One, it usually doesn't last very long. We know this. And two, there's not a lot of enjoyment that comes with it, right? I have to check this off the list. I have to do it, which goes back to number one, how long does it really last if it's a form of punishment or check off the list or, or whatever, right? It's, it's not fun for you. So I want to bring in this idea of the sweet spot of exercise because we all have different approaches. We all have different histories with exercise. And I'm hopeful that this kind of model that I'm going to share is is helpful for everyone in any capacity of exercise they're in or movement, right? If you're just starting out, if you have been a longtime exerciser, anything in between, how can you continue or strive to find that sweet spot? So without having a visual for us, I'm going to try to describe a visual for you. And I have two circles. So picture two circles next to each other. And on the right, in the right circle, we have our long-term rewards. These are things like, you know, health at an older age or not having high blood pressure or not having diabetes, right? These rewards of like a long life, a good quality of life, all of these things, these long-term rewards and benefits of exercise that, you know, you've heard before, like, Yeah. If you move your body consistently, you're less likely to get these things or, you know, you have more likelihood of having a better quality of life, potentially a longer quantity of life. Then in the um, left circle, we have short-term rewards. What are some short-term rewards or benefits of exercise and movement? Maybe it makes you feel good. Maybe it relieves your stress. Maybe you go to a class with friends so you get to see friends. It fills your social bucket. Maybe you be you exercise outside so it's something that fulfills your nature needs or it, you know, it gets you out in nature. Mental health, right? Maybe you lift something heavy. It helps you get stronger, right? Something that helps you feel good right after. Maybe you're working on a specific goal and and you do 10 pushups every day, right? Accomplishing those pushups every day is a short-term reward. I did it. And it's something that you can see in the moment. So when we're thinking about exercise and where the sweet spot is, so often we live in one of these two circles. We're either exercising to accomplish something that's really far in the future, 
a significant amount of weight loss or even any amount of weight loss, that's still a decent amount in the future, right? Preventing disease, having a good quality of life as we get older. These are things that are far in advance, but they're rewards of exercise. And then we have the things that exercise does for us in the moment. Maybe you listen to your favorite podcast. So you get to listen to a podcast as a reward for exercising. That's one of the ways that I get myself going in the morning is like, oh, I have something to listen to. So it like carries me through the workout or your favorite playlist or or whatever. And we often live in one of these two areas, right? Like we're either oh, quick, I'm going to go on a walk really quick because it's beautiful outside, but I haven't done that forever. Or, you know, like maybe we're only focused on those short term in the fall time because it's the only time it's good weather. Or, you know, we're, we're only focused on those short term rewards and we do bur- bursts of exercise. Or on the other end, we're only focused on the long term results. And, you know, that doesn't get us out of the bed in the morning. Like preventing diabetes doesn't get me out of bed when I'm tired, <laughs> right, to exercise. So what we're doing is we're either living in the future or kind of trying to, you know, get those short-term rewards only. And it doesn't usually last very long. So what we're going to do here is we're going to bring these two circles together. Okay. Push those two circles together, the long-term and the short-term rewards until they start to overlap. And when you see that little piece in the middle, that's kind of like an oval, That's the sweet spot of exercise where you have a connection to those longer term rewards, those outcomes that you want, and you have something in the moment that makes exercise fun or movement fun, makes it fulfilling makes you feel good after, right? You have some form of reward, runner's high, I don't know, adrenaline rush, some sort of reward in the moment that rewards you for showing up that day. And when these two come together, you will have a consistent movement routine. When you are creating an exercise or movement routine that brings together this long-term reward. What do I, what do I want to see? What do I want my routine? How do I want it to benefit me in the long run? And then bringing it into what do I need to do now? And how can I get motivated to do it right now? What do I need to do? So for example, like I said, I like to listen to a podcast episode. So I will save my podcast episodes for my gym days so that I can listen and I, it motivates me to get up and get going because that's a short-term reward. I got to listen to it and I got my movement in and it connects to my long-term reward of I want health and vitality as I get older, right? Or we have lots of arthritis and joint things in my family. So that's something that I'm aware of and, and, you know, I'm working to move my body and take care of it so that I, you know, hopefully don't experience some of those things. Um, so As you are thinking about implementing or improving your current movement routine, how can you infuse both the long-term rewards with the short-term rewards and get both of those together so they keep you motivated today 
tomorrow, next month, next year, right? They keep you going. I'm going to give you that challenge today. I'm just going to give you, um, just give you some time today now to think, how can you start to make an exercise or movement routine that helps you hit that sweet spot every time? Maybe it's doing exercise that you love, right? Finding movement that you love. So your goal today and this week and moving forward, how can I make movement a sweet spot in my life so that it helps benefit me in the long run and also motivates me today because there's a benefit in doing it today. When you have those two pieces of the formula, you will be unstoppable and you will be consistent and it won't be about a punishment. It won't be about only preventing something. It won't be about only the scale because it brings in the benefits now while supporting the benefits in the future. Thank you for letting me share that with you. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. I love I love bringing the enjoyment back to wellness and we don't have enough of that. I feel like health and wellness feels like a chore for a lot of people because we're told what it should and shouldn't look like. And that's a lie. You can create the lifestyle of wellness that you want and the more aligned it is with what you want, the longer you will stick to it. And the same goes for exercise and movement. So if you're just starting out, find your sweet spot. If you have been consistent with exercise, see what you can improve and where you can find that sweet spot even better in your life. Okay. Thank you for joining me. And I can't wait be, wait to be back next week. Don't forget to rate, review, and share the podcast this month. I'm so grateful for your reviews. Okay, my friend, if you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.